Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Hour three of the nightcap here on VSIN. We're at our circus studios and we'll head... We'll chat with our good friend from the South Point, Vinny Maiulo, here in just a little bit. That's Chef Parles. I'm Tim Murray. And let's get you updated on what's happening around Major League Baseball here tonight as we've got ourselves uh, a game that is uh, intriguing to Mr. Parles as the Padres lead 6-1 to one in the bottom of the sixth inning. Sean Manaya getting the start, who has had really a, uh, a tremendous season for the Oakland A's, but... Uh, he lasted his four and a third tonight. He had five runs on eight hits, four strikeouts. So the ERA uh, up to uh, 326. And, you know, for the Padres, they got what they were hoping to get uh, when they acquired Blake Snell, what they saw tonight. Five innings, one run, six hits, uh, six strikeouts. Lone, uh, lone blemish was a... Uh, was a home run allowed. So Padres leading 6-1 to one as a slight... Road dogs here tonight against the A's. Yeah, the, the, the big issue for Snell this year, more so than anything, is just he hasn't been able to give you length. It gives you five tonight, which, again, the Padres uh, leading baseball in, in bullpen innings pitched uh, for, for teams over 500. So, look, uh, it's just a scenario where Snell uh, pitched good enough, got in and out of trouble in the first four innings, and uh, now uh, the, the Padres' bullpen, who is held, they've held up very well this year, Tim, uh, trying to hold a, a pretty nice size lead, which, by the way, also kind of showing uh, on the A's side here of just how brutal of a season Matt Chapman ha- is having. Matt Chapman's been eighth and had and hidden two ten now. Matt uh, there, Tim, and took his uh, took his time there in the uh, home run derby. 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, the Astros and Dodgers right now. It's been a it's been a great pitchers uh, pitchers matchup so far. Uh, Walker Bueller through five innings. He's back out there for the sixth. Uh, but getting up there on pitch count, up to 98 pitches, uh, his lone blemish, a Brantley double in the third. But that's uh, been the difference so far. Uh, as you look at that prop sheet for you uh, watching on vcin.com, uh, Lance McCullers over his strikeout prop tonight. So cash the plus 105 ticket as he has seven strikeouts through five innings. Lance McCullers has been very solid tonight. And uh, right now, still plenty of baseball to be played, but the Astros at plus 160 uh, leading one to nothing in the top of the sixth inning. Lance McCullers on the hill for the Astros through five. Walker Bueller out there for the sixth uh, for the Dodgers as well. The Pirates and Brewers are in extra innings, and what do you know? Uh, lots of runs being scored. Uh, this is not a bad beat situation. The over has already hit, uh, but three runs already played it for the Pittsburgh Pirates in the top of the tenth against the Milwaukee Brewers uh, as uh, the Pirates lead that one 8-5. to five. The San Francisco Giants right now uh, losing to the Arizona Diamondbacks, down 3-1 to one, uh, in this one. Mad Bum, a little vintage Mad Bum tonight. Seven innings, one run on six hits, four strikeouts for Mad Bum. And we'll see if he goes out there for the eighth inning. Johnny Cueto uh, picked up seven strikeouts, also walked four tonight. Jeff, so the uh, Giants right now down 3-1 to one in the 7th. This would have been a spectacular pitching battle in 2014-2015. I mean, my goodness. But uh, but look, uh, if for, for the Giants, again, if the Dodgers lose tonight, no harm, no foul. And again, San Francisco at this point, they were down all the way to plus 145 to win the division, Tim, this morning. And we, we have to start taking – if we haven't started taking them seriously already, you're behind the eight ball at this point. Because they're making the playoffs. It's just a matter of can they hold off the L.A. Dodgers and get the one seed, or can the Dodgers catch them and at least put the Giants in the awkward position of having to win a wild card game against the Padres? Oh, yeah, they're definitely making the playoffs. I think there's no doubt about it. Um, they have the, what, the third-best run differential in baseball, They've only been behind the Dodgers and the Astros this year. So uh, Dodgers, though, three and a half games back, as we showed you the standings right now, they trail one to nothing. Giants with that three-and-a-half game lead, and they got to take advantage. you got to win these games against cellar dwellers like the Arizona Diamondbacks. They have won three straight, so we'll see if the Giants can come back and win tonight, but right now trailing 3-1 to one against the Diamondbacks in the seventh. That's Jeff Parles. I'm Tim Murray. We'll get Vinny Maiulo to join us in just a second right here on the Nightcap. It is the Nightcap Hour number three, live from our Circus Studios in downtown Las Vegas. That's Jeff Parles. I'm Tim Murray, and always love hearing from our next guest. You hear him on the network quite often uh, on My Guys in the Desert and on other various shows. We keep him busy here. Uh, he also has a day job behind the counter at the South Point. It is Vinny Maiulo at Vinny on Twitter. You know, Vinny... It's early August. This is supposed to be like quiet time, right? You guys are supposed to uh, be taking your vacations, but we've got free agency in the NBA. We've got drama in the NFL uh, with Aaron Rodgers a couple weeks ago. We've got the MLB trade deadline, the Olympics. We're keeping you on your toes behind the counter. No such thing as a quiet time when you're a bookmaker, boys. Uh, you know, and then you got you know guys like the you know that Parles guy sitting next to you running around making three team parlays on uh, Miami, Pittsburgh, and Arizona in baseball, like he's got a crystal ball. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, so you can't you can't go to sleep. That's all. You just gotta 
work right through and uh, and stay up all night. How you guys doing? We're doing well, and and there's just so much I want to hit on, and and I'll start with the NBA. Um, uh, I I got to imagine. There, there's been a lot of movement um, with with players, but no real blockbusters. You know, the Bulls make a couple big moves. Personally, I, I don't know how they work all together with DeMar DeRozan and Lonzo Ball going there, uh, Alex Caruso as well. The Lakers have been busy, but have they gotten significantly better? So, uh, Vinny, what have you done um, in the market? I, don't, I, I have actually, I'll be honest, I, I should have checked if you guys even have the futures book up for uh, – for the no, NBA. we have it. We've got it up, yeah. So what have you yeah, guys done when it comes to the futures? I, I, yeah, I just pulled it up here. Uh, so you have the Nets at plus 140 as as your favorites uh, to uh, to win the Eastern Conference. Uh, looking uh-huh. right now, the uh, and I'm looking the Bucks at... Bucks are right after them at 7-2, uh, to two, and then uh, you've got, of course, uh, the Lakers at uh, plus 180 in the West. So these moves so. that the Lakers have made so far, Vinny, with... Um, you know, some, some older people coming in, Russell Westbrook trade. How much have you guys adjusted uh, the, uh, the Lakers so far here in free agency? We, we've not adjusted at all. I mean, we let money dictate a little bit, mm-hmm. Tim and uh, Jeff, in, in terms of the, the Heat and, uh, and the Bulls. Uh, but the reality is that's not going to – at the end of the day, there's a couple aspects here, right? In the East, it's the Nets, right? At plus 140 – they're co-favorites to win the championship uh, with the Lakers at seven to two. Now the Nets, you know what? When they're healthy, they're they're going to be very tough to beat in the East. Did the did the Heat Im, uh, improve? Yeah, they did. And folks uh, took a flyer on them uh, to win the NBA title at thirty-five to one with the moves they made. But the question is, are they good enough to beat the Nets? I personally, I don't think so. But some folks. Uh, when it came to the counter, and uh, and they you know they put uh, put some money down on them at thirty five to one. They went and uh, put some money down on the Bulls at a hundred to one. So that money dictates those uh, slight changes. But the reality is, they're probably going to go up again. This is a Laker town. They're, people are going to be betting the Lakers no matter what. Now, did the Lakers do enough to uh, to really have us move them uh, l- lower? I you know what I almost wanted to raise them a little bit because frankly. Um, you mentioned it, Tim. They're they're older, mm-hmm. but and I don't, where, where's their perimeter game going to get? They still have no perimeter game when you when you look at this team. So I don't think the Lakers are done. Uh, it's just like the Yankees in baseball. They've got resources and a commitment to do whatever it takes to compete and put themselves in the best position uh, to win a title. Uh, and uh, so I, I don't think they're done by any means just yet. Uh, so that's why we're not going to move them there. But uh, to me, they still have moves to make, uh, particularly uh, at, around the arc. Vinny, uh, we'll keep it in basketball, but we'll go uh, uh, across the Pacific over to Tokyo for the Olympics. Uh, uh, last night, uh, the betters love Team USA at your shop, uh, Vinny. And uh, if you got in too late, uh, you didn't get home. If you got in early, you got home on Team USA last night against Spain. Uh, right now, you guys have a, a 12 right now, Team USA, uh, against Australia, a team that a lot of Sharps have liked this whole tournament in the futures market and individual game-wise. Vinny, how do you expect that game to move, uh, again, a 9-15 local time here in Vegas tomorrow night? Yeah, I think we'll see uh, a similar – I think it'll be bet similar to uh, to the way uh, the Spain game was bet, Jeff. You know, uh, I mean, you're, you're right. You hit it right on, on the head there. We opened that uh, Spain game 12-and-a-half. 
uh, got as high as 15 and a half, and of course it fell. It fell 14. So, uh, you know, I think folks will be looking to do the same thing. General public will be all over the United States. You know, after that first game, we went from minus four dollars to win the gold medal to minus two dollars, mm. and then some real respected folks got involved uh, with uh, uh, with with the USA at that point. You know, it took a little while for them to get going. I mean, this is listen. This is not going to be an easy out. Uh, this Australia team is good. Uh, Australia's been growing as as a, as a basketball, uh, international basketball team for a while now. So I suspect that there'll be some support for the USA. I don't know if there'll be necessarily a, uh, a three-point move like we saw last night against Spain. Uh, but at the end of the day, uh, I, you know, they're, they're going to bet the USA here because they, folks are believing now that they're hitting their stride. By the way, Slovakia and the other uh, semifinal, two and a half, uh, versus France. Yeah, and uh, that's at, you. You could just remove the country and just just name it Luka Doncic. I mean, because that's <laughs> that's what it is. Uh, and he has been he's been a marvelous. And I think a lot of people are just for entertainment purposes would love to see a gold medal match between the USA and uh, and Luka. As we talked to Vinny Maiolo at Visa and Vinny on Twitter. Vinny, how has the action been for the Olympics? I'm always curious. This is my you know first. Uh, First Olympics since I since I moved to Vegas, so uh, curious because I know there's some obscure uh, events that you know you guys aren't going to bother putting up odds on because it's it's probably just going to be a sharp market. So uh, you know you put up basketball and and soccer uh, and and some other uh, events uh, as you see fit. How has the uh, action been on, on these games? It has been it has been good, Tim. I'll good. be honest with you. Uh, it's been good for ba- it's been basketball. Uh, the games and uh, and the soccer matches. Although now I think you know with the United States women getting bounced out, I mean they're going to play in the bronze uh, uh, medal game. But uh, you know with the, the soccer matches have done the most business. Uh, uh, basketball has done the most, the men and the women, and then soccer after that. So uh, you know it was a time when we we put up. It's funny, you know, we put up uh, when I was at Caesars back in '92 in Barcelona. We put up the dream team. After that. <laughs> Uh, you know, the gaming control board, they, they, they didn't let us uh, put up any Olympics up until uh, uh, the, the previous Olympiad here. So um, the fact is that it's a good filler uh, and the response has been good. But you really, I think what hurts it is, is the fact that the timing, the timing of the events is, is difficult for people, you know, and, and people yeah. are trying to keep track of what's live and what's on, on replay and things, right? So, um, but it's been a, it's been a good filler. It's been a positive uh, for the books and uh, the folks like having the variety. It's been this is the most uh, this summer that has had the most variety of sports betting that I can remember. And of course, you know the virus uh, has contributed to that because we had to move everything. Right, the NBA finals went uh, a month later, as did the NHL finals. So typically, it would just be all about getting ready for exhibition football. Uh, but now you've got everything, uh, you know, the Olympics, and we just got over the NBA finals sprinkled in, and, uh, you know, it's been good. The golf uh, tournament last week, uh, we shoffly went in. Yeah. Uh, it was good, too. We, uh, we did do some business on the, uh, on the uh, Olympic golf. Vinny, I, I am curious. I, I'm going to put you on the spot here. The first game the United States played, remember Charles Barkley had the infamous quote where he didn't know where Angola was, but uh, they're going <coughs> to smash them. Do you have any recollection of of how what that line was? They won by sixty eight. Yeah, I think we started at thirty eight, and then it. <laughs> kept 
Yeah. Yeah. Bar- Barkley, Barkley's quote, I think, moved at a point and a half. He thought he was very focused. It didn't, it didn't matter where the, uh, where Angola was from, so he was just locked in and in the zone. So, yeah, that, that was worth at least a point and a half. Yeah, that, that was uh, a routine cover, uh, as you'll ever see. Uh, Vinny, I want to shift over to, uh, to baseball. Uh, real quick, because the dust has finally settled from the trade deadline. We're now f- uh, five days past. Uh, the Dodgers uh, are, are obviously have been the betting favorites the whole way through to win the World Series, and now shortened up at two to one now at your shop there at the South Point. H- has it been a, really a one-way train on the Dodgers since the trade deadline, or have there been other teams that have been bet as well in that market? Yeah, uh, the Yankees uh, got some attention too, Jeff. Uh, and you know, it's interesting. If you think back about a month, we were, you know, we had the Yankees dead and buried. And I was uh, on with uh, with Matt Humans, and, and he asked me, "Why don't we just, you know, raise them?" People, are, you know, were, were thinking, you know, what what's the reason why, you know, you just don't, uh, you know, bet uh, raise the Yankees? And the thing is, you don't want to overreact, and especially with a full season, 162 game season, and the Yankees, as I mentioned, the way the Lakers are committed to compete, the Yankees will do whatever it takes. They'll find the resources, and the biggest resource they have is cash. They don't care about paying a luxury tax or whatever. So, you know, at one but about a month ago, you could have got the Yankees at twenty-five to one for the World Series. You know, so you can't overreact from our side of the counter, but you do have to be mindful of what's happening. And they were, you know, I mean, they still they still have a long way to go, but they're also into a more favorable part of their schedule. I think the most difficult games they've got coming up, I think they have about 10 games left combined with the Rays and the Red Sox, but they've got a lot of games left with the Orioles, the Rangers, uh, and, and some of the team and, uh, some of the teams that are just not in contention. So, uh, it, you know, we did get some money on, uh, on the, uh, the Dodgers, as you mentioned, but the Yankees as well. So, and, and I'll tell you what, if you could tell me who's going to win a National League East, go uh, go right ahead and take a flyer because uh, you know if uh, whoever gets hot, if the Braves uh, if the Braves take off and they get any kind of pitching at eighteen to one, I'm sure they're going to get a look. Talk once again to Vinny Maiulo. Vinny, you know, we've talked about it a little bit on this show, um, and I think you know all across the network because it's 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 been a okay. When is this Giants run going to come to a close? And they still are holding off the Dodgers, a three-and-a-half game lead yeah. uh, in the division. And, and you guys, I, I'm curious, uh, you know, off the top of your head, how have you guys moved the Giants this year? Because I feel like most books, at least early on, were thinking at the end of the day, when it comes to the pennant, it's going to be the Dodgers, you know, maybe the Mets coming out of the NL East or the Braves early on in the season. But the Giants were never really thought of as that that true uh, type of of – of legit uh, contender, and now here we are yeah, in yeah. August, and they're you know they're still three and a half games up. Tim, they're not going away. No, I, mean, I know. Uh, when you know at this point, it, it, it's real clear um, they've battled through injuries, and it's got, they've got that next man up mentality, you know. And if you would have said to me at the beginning of the season at the trade deadline, what was the price of the dot of the Giants being sellers rather than buyers? I mean, you know, the the, the seller uh, the seller uh, part of the prop would have been a significant favorite. But I'll tell you what, we, we were off on the Giants, clearly. I mean, we had the here, – here's where it starts. We had the D-backs this, going into the season. We had them at 75-and-a-half. 
uh, uh, wins, over and under wins. Well, we had we had the Giants at 74. So that that's where it starts. We had the Giants at 75 to one to win the division. Wow. Okay, when we put up the division, we couldn't get a bet on them. We had to raise them to 100 to one before somebody, you know, put uh, put a few bucks on them. Um, there's uh, <clears throat> there's places in town that uh, they have some significant liability. There's, you know, particularly books up north. Uh, that are going to have some liability on the Giants. I mean, but uh, the fact of the matter is folks are still committed, and once the Dodgers got Scherzer, they're all in on the Dodgers. But, look, the uh, the Giants have done well against the Dodgers, particularly lately. Uh, and I know you know I know they're losing tonight, but uh, there's still more games to go there. They're finding a way to get it done. They're getting starting pitching, timely hitting, and their bullpen's been – I think the biggest surprise has been their bullpen probably, so – um, but yeah, uh, think about that. We uh, we had the uh, Arizona Diamondbacks to have a game and a half more victories uh, projected than the uh, San Francisco Giants. So tip your cap to the folks that have tickets on the Giants for sure. Vinny, we have about a minute here. I want to I want to shift over quickly to the NFL. Obviously, a lot has happened uh, in a short time in training camp, uh, futures wise for the uh, for the Super Bowl. Other than Green Bay, and obviously the numbers have moved all over the place because of. Aaron Rodgers is going to retire, then Aaron Rodgers is going to play, and now we know he obviously is going to play. Who has been hidden the futures market in your book in the NFL for the Super Bowl odds? Here's one uh, that I think will surprise you. Very early on, uh, at 75-1, to 1, about uh, $4,000 on the Carolina Panthers. There was uh, some gentleman that uh, felt that he, he was convinced uh, that they were going to get Stafford and uh, and uh, be upgraded at quarterback. Well, that didn't happen, obviously. But uh, in terms of the future book, the Brownies are the darlings. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, the Browns are getting quite a bit of play, and uh, they're down to eight to one for the Super Bowl. So I would say that uh, that's the the team that's gotten uh, the most support so far on a consistent basis right after since uh, the Super Bowl ended. Nice four thousand dollar donation to the yeah, uh, South Point Sports Book from that. Well, listen, you know, guys, we got to we got to pay for that studio somehow. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and we got to pay out all these Browns tickets at this rate, you know. So, uh, yeah, but the, the Bills, uh, the Bills are also getting some uh, some uh, betting attention too. And there was early money on the Vikings when the whole Rogers mm. thing was going on, particularly in the division. I mean, look at that division where we uh, we put up the uh, uh, the Packers at minus 150 to start the year and they were plus $2 and then he decided to play so not a $2 favorite again the world order has been restored in green bay that is true there's no doubt about it he's driving around in his pimped out golf cart that david bakhtiari gave him uh, at vsin vinny is where you can find him and you can see him everywhere on our network vinny you're the best we'll talk to you soon take care guys well done there he is vinny maiulo Behind the counter at the South Point. We'll get you updated on everything you need to know in the world of baseball and some treats and beats as well. It's the Nightcap here on VC. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it was shocking. I have to know what were they thinking? Backroom deals, huge amounts of money, CIA secrets, sets off a firestorm in Washington, affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. 
Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Here on VSIN, we'll talk some Olympic basketball in less than 10 minutes, USA and Australia. By this time tomorrow, we'll be underway in the semifinals of the men's basketball elimination portion of the tournament. Uh, the USA and Australia on the women's side about to tip off as the USA now 15 and a half point favorite. So a little bit of money coming in on the Aussies to, uh, to win that game. But tomorrow, big one. For the states, yeah, and it's not not overly surprising that the, the money's coming. The women in. have kind of struggled. Yeah, hey, look, it's and this is going to start happening now that women's basketball is more prevalent across the world. Tim, that USA's dominance is not going to be. They're still going to win gold here mm-hmm. here in Tokyo, but it's not going to be as dominant as as it's been in the past, where they're just smoking everyone by twenty five, thirty points on a gamely basis. And remember, Australia beat Team USA here. In Las Vegas a few weeks ago. Yeah. So, uh, again, I don't think uh, Lightning will strike twice on this. Cambage played in that game, not playing in this game. So, uh, a little bit different of a team Australia tonight for the USA women. And we'll talk uh, We'll talk more men's basketball in just a little bit with the semifinals tomorrow. And uh, the USA and Australia will uh, get underway during our program on Peacock, which is awesome. Of course. Um, USA Baseball, though, up 2 nothing right now on the Dominican Republic. We'll get you updated on, uh, on baseball. But, um, you know, something I wanted to mention in Treats and Beats the other day, uh, just didn't get around to it. Uh, the unfortunate news, and um, sometimes that's like bringing up things that, that just, I don't know, I just feel bad. I mean, Miles Brennan, redshirt senior, broke his arm, severe broken arm. Um, so 
Uh, he is likely done for the year. It was going to be a, a quarterback competition, but Max Johnson, uh, Brad Johnson's son, will uh, will be the starter. So uh, Brennan is a fourth-year junior, so hopefully he'll be back and, and play next year, uh, whether it be at LSU or somewhere else. But uh, I, I had to bring that up as a beat uh, just uh, – to see him go down with that uh, that big time in, uh, big time arm injury, he had a, a abdominal injury last year that that ended his season early. So um, LSU is going to be a, a tough one. We had Jimmy Ott in studio on Friday, uh, who's down in Baton Rouge, and he with the schedule that LSU has to play, it, it's just so challenging for them uh, to to get it rolling. They got talent. Uh, they've got two great corners. Uh, Stingley's going to be a first-round pick, probably even a top-ten pick. Um, but, yeah, we will see. But uh, some unfortunate news there as Miles Brennan done for the year with uh, with a left arm injury or done for the majority of the year with that left arm injury. Well, put the uh, put the pressure on the younger Johnson. Yep. Uh, Brad Johnson's son, his first name is escaping me right Max. now. Max, that's right. Uh, the left-hander who we saw play very well in Gainesville last mm-hmm. year. In, uh, again, the infamous shoe-throwing game. Who throws Florida. a shoe? <laughs> um, uh, again, costing Florida a realistic uh, opportunity to go to the playoff with that. But, look, you're right. It'll be, a, it'll be a tough spot. And, again, when you're playing in the gauntlet that is the SEC West, anything that goes wrong for a non-Alabama team is going to make it awfully difficult for that team to realistically be good, Tim. Take a look at uh, what's happening right now. The San Diego Padres putting it on the Oakland A's here tonight. They lead 8-1 to one right now in the top of the eighth inning out in the Bay Area. So another uh, two runs uh, put on the board. Trent Grisham, a two-run single to make it 8-1. to one. Uh, It has been all Padres in this one. And uh, once again, Sean Manaya did start for the Oakland A's he lasted just four and a third eight runs on or excuse me five runs on eight hits the Astros and Dodgers well under the total right now uh one to nothing is the score as we are now in the bottom of the seventh inning uh Lance McCullers has been terrific eight strikeouts six innings of work three hits uh Walker Bueller's night complete and he goes under his prop of strikeouts at six and a half all right Jeff, yes. update us on uh, on your summer league basketball. Yes, Jeff bet summer league <laughs> basketball here tonight, uh, and not even the Las Vegas summer league. No, 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 the one that's happening in Sacramento. Yeah, n- nice score right now, uh, tied at sixty nine with five minutes to go, Tim. And so uh, Sacramento actually just took the lead, seventy one sixty nine, five minutes to go. I have under one sixty eight and a half. We're at one forty with five minutes to go. This is. Uh, it's going to be a sweat to the finish line uh, in the capital of Cali. And you were able to to cash your your under in the first game. Yeah, that was a pretty miraculous. You went winner. back to the cash cow. Yeah. Hey, look, if uh, if we're two for two here, uh, we'll claim that we have a system, and that system is just blindly bet the unders while these guys don't even know who their teammates are. Still, so. a Kevin Durant dunk last night was important to some <laughs> yes. in the USA game. <laughs> Will they be able to cover again? They take on Australia tomorrow. We'll preview. USA, Australia, on the other side. Stick around. It's the nightcap here on Decent. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall. 
and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billy's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like, da, 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. VEASAN College Football Betting Guide is here, folks. Start your football season on the right foot with our expert analysis and picks for conference champions, Heisman hopefuls, and playoff teams. Plus, power ratings for every team. Now is the time. Now is a great time to get your all-access VEASAN subscription. That includes our college and pro football betting guides, along with everything we offer for the entire football season. Get your college football and pro football betting guides for only $19.99, or start your free all-access trial today at thevsin.com backslash subscribe. Dodgers and Astros still one nothing. bottom of the seventh. Uh, we are sweating it out, or Jeff is sweating it out, apparently. Uh, I, I hope you're not sweating it out, no. too, Tim. So we're you're at a to, sensible human being. I'm we, not, apparently. So we have 231 left in Jeff's uh, degenerate bet of the night. Kings, Times Warriors... <laughs> In the California Classic uh, Summer League action, 153 is where we're at with 231 to play. What was your total? I had 168 and a half under. So I have 15 and a half points to play with. You'll be tight. Also, I'm assuming it's sudden death overtime like it is here in Vegas at the Summer League, uh, the Vegas Summer League. So the hope is that it would be a sudden death overtime and I wouldn't even have to worry about get, getting. Uh, 
getting hurt with an OT, Tim, and what has been the second tight game of the night there in Sacramento? Um, tomorrow night, it's. Uh, I think it's going to be a bit stressful for the United States, USA, and Australia. United States, I thought, you know, especially in that second half. Um, you know, down double digits in the first half. Everybody was losing their minds on Twitter. And I'll be honest, once again, that old pat ourselves on the back a little. Pat ourselves on the back. Um, because we anticipated the United States to start off slow. You said take the four for Spain in the first quarter. I said take the seven and a half. Both came home with pretty much with relative ease. And then the second half, second half line last night was nine and a half. And that was a pretty easy cover if you laid the nine and a half in the second half. Uh, Ricky Rubio is the only reason uh, they were even within semi-striking distance. But you you look at what the U.S. was able to do, uh, Kevin Durant really coming alive offensively. Um, But Australia, this is a team that they play together so often. And... You know, what Evan Fournier said after the United States lost to France in game one, it, it rings true. The United States is the most talented team in the field by far and away. But these other countries play together all the time. And Australia is a team that I think a lot of people, Jeff, felt like would be maybe the United States' most challenging test. Now, Slovenia has certainly risen to the occasion because of the play of Luka Doncic. Uh, but tomorrow night, a 12-point spread, I, I think that's a lot of points. Um, and something that you said uh, to, to start the show is absolutely correct. I played Australia plus 12. It has stayed at 12. Uh, curious to see if it moves one way or the other um, before tip-off. It probably will move a little bit, but not like you know the Spain game. Spain opened 12, 12 and a half. Australia is, in my opinion... Four or five, maybe even six points better than Spain at this point in time. At least four. At least. Yeah, that's. I, I think if they played right now, it'd probably be a four-point spread. That would be my guess. So that's why I had to take the points uh, with with Australia. USA's playing better. I think they win tomorrow night, but I think it's going to be annoyingly close. Maybe a pull away like they do as always, because at the end of the day, they just have so much superior athleticism. They pull away a little bit, but look, you've got... Joe Ingles, Matthew Dellavedova, Patty Mills, Mat- uh, Matisse Thybul, Dante Exum. Uh, those are all names you know uh, in the NBA. Yeah, and I will say this. The first quarter, first half angle, I would keep playing that until it doesn't hit, Tim. And we only have two games left, so you're probably playing it these last two games uh, for Team USA, betting against them early in these Olympic games. Slow starts, and then again, it was good to see Kevin Durant just take that game over. In the second yeah. half. That's, and, what I, and you, that's what I've been asking to see. And, and you would see. imagine that we're probably going to see that the rest of the way in this tournament, Tim. And that's what and that's what should happen. I mean, he is the best player on that team, and he's arguably the best player on the face of the earth right now. Uh, when you think about how he played against the Bucks and tried to single-handedly drag them to the NBA Finals and was you know, a smaller shoe size away from getting to the Eastern Conference Finals. But, yeah, he stepped up big, finished with 29 points last night. You know, you're seeing others still struggle a little bit uh, from the field. I love what Jason Tatum is bringing off the bench for the United States. Uh, Drew Holiday, I think you'll see him uh, continue to do what he does so well, which is play great defensively. And and I really hope, um, and I'm hoping for that Slovenia-United States matchup because I just want to see Drew Holiday match up with Luka. 
Yeah, and look, uh, you look if if it is a USA Slovenia matchup, mm-hmm. that will be a lot more appealing to me than the USA France matchup because Team USA is not losing the same team twice, and that's why I like them to win tomorrow night. But again, twelve is just too many points. They're not losing to France twice in two no. two weeks. It's just not happening. Tim. No, and I don't think they'll lose to Slovenia. Uh, I agree. Be- because Slovenia, at the end of the day, it is the Luka Doncic show. Now, his surrounding cast has stepped up, but with the, with the defensive uh, nature that the U.S. can throw at Slovenia, didn't look that great with Ricky Rubio scoring 38 points last night, but I, I think they'll, they'll be able to take care of business. What do you think about Slovenia tomorrow? Um, they are a two-and-a-half-point favorite against France. Uh, Luka has played just so spectacularly so far in uh, – in, in the Olympics, he's 17-0 and 0 when he is uh, a member of Slovenia in FIBA play. Uh, do they get it done tomorrow? Do they advance on to the gold medal game? Yes, they do. The one concern is, first off, France has the most NBAers in this, current NBAers in this tournament other than Team USA. And we know they can defend. We saw that in the USA game. Mm-hmm. They were able to lock Team USA down in the fourth quarter. Uh, in in shocking fashion, more than anything, Tim. So, look, uh, Luca is a different animal. He's doing basically the Slovenian coaching staff is doing it correctly. Luca, do whatever the heck you want, and you're so good that it doesn't matter. We're not going to put a system in for you. And he's been obviously the best player in this tournament so far. So I would lean Slovenia. Probably not strong enough to bet though at that two and a half, Tim. I probably be looking if France gets the action and it goes down to two, one and a half, maybe hop in on Slovenia. But I would imagine, if anything, this thing is going up, and Slovenia is probably going to close closer to four than it, they will to two. Yeah, I think the public uh, has already forgotten about the fact that France beat the United States, and they <laughs> oh, just, no one watched it. And yeah. they just watch. Uh, they just have watched Luca uh, do his thing. So um, Slovenia and France—that's late night tomorrow for us uh, here out west. Uh, early morning for you on the East Coast at 7 a.m. on Thursday, and then USA and Australia. We're taking the Aussies plus the 12 as uh, we will find out if Jeff Parles is a little bit richer thanks to a summer league game (laughs) on the other side. And we'll wrap up the show with a division a day here on the Nightcap. searches through millions of resumes and Indeed's database to deliver candidates who fit your job description instantly. More at Indeed.com slash credit. All right, folks, you're in for a treat. (laughs) Jeff Parles bet under 168.5 in a summer league game that's not even taking place here in Vegas. It is... I didn't even know this summer league existed. Apparently there's some series of games between the California pro basketball teams. And the Miami Heat mixed in as well. Well, yeah, sure. Why Why not? It's like Cutter being in the Gold Cup. (laughs) Um, So you've got under in this Warriors-Kings game. It's tied at 80, and Jeff has no idea what the overtime rules are. No one seems to know what the overtime rules are. Again, the preferable one, there'd be two preferable options here. The game ends in a tie, which would be fabulous if that happened. Or two, should end in a or two, if they just do, we're not doing overtime, first basket wins. I win in those scenarios, Tim, if the game lands here, which, of course, naturally, 
We have a summer league game that might go to overtime tied at 80 with 1.7 to go in Sacramento uh, with the basketball here, Tim. As the late, great John Thompson <laughs> used to say to close out his radio show, we don't do no overtime. We are out of here. Hopefully that's the case for you. No yeah, overtime. Hey, or a game-winning bucket. A game-winning bucket. Hey, look, a game-winning bucket, even if it's a comical 80-foot shot by Golden State off a turnover here would be good. I just want Sacramento to at least attempt the shot because they were clearly not getting an attempt on the previous possession. You know, I would be. Uh, I would say, you know, we, we got to get the things. I mean, it's August 3rd, and and somebody's sweating out a summer league basketball <laughs> game. I got to – I got to – can you just put the camera on, it's Jeff? Great, it's great. It's great content. That's for sure. Oh, uh, oh. no. It didn't even hit the rim. All right. All right. What are the overtime rules, guys? Oh, we'll find out together with the audience. Jeff, Jeff is trying to speak it into existence. <laughs> he's, he's now asked the television what the overtime rules are. So while we wait and maybe get some solutions as uh, he feverishly uh, types away <laughs> – <laughs> trying to find this is so what the overtime rules are. <laughs> my guess would be two-minute overtime. That would be my guess. Uh, oh, I was right. Yeah, look at that. All right, so I, I, have, I have eight and a half points to play with in the two-minute overtime. I have no idea how to feel about this. I, I, why did I do this to myself? I don't know. Why I'm, not? I'm, I'm, I guess I'm so. enjoying it. I'm well, you it. don't have money on the game. That's why you're enjoying it. That is true. Uh, the United States <laughs> women are underway against Australia. They lead 11-6 to six right now. Uh, about four minutes into the first quarter uh, against the uh, the Aussies, and now 14 to six as Brianna Stewart uh, buries a three from the corner. All right, let's wrap up the show with a division a day. Today's division, it's like a le- the letter of the day on Sesame Street. Um, not, not that you know I have a kid or have ever watched that. Um, Final thoughts on the NFC North. Yesterday, we took a look at the exactas for the NFC East, which were pretty intriguing and some pretty juicy odds. A little bit different here uh, because the assumption is the Lions just stink and the Packers are going to win this division. So the exacta is actually pretty short odds for Packers, Vikings, Bears, Lions, plus 210. I'll be honest, I I think Packers, Bears, Vikings, Lions is is worth a look at plus 350. That is the only alternative to the first one on the top of the screen that I would look at. Because there is absolutely a chance that, and and again, we don't want to be bringing this up, but it's absolutely important to be brought up here. If the vaccination rates on the Vikings are low, they're more likely to have key guys miss games. And... The Bears, and, and also, too, here, it's close enough with Chicago and Minnesota where that can matter. Mm-hmm. And B, if Justin Fields starts earlier than expected, Tim, the Bears were better than Minnesota last year with horrible quarterbacking play. Justin Fields will at least be somewhat, will be better than what they had last year, Tim. So I would be looking at Chicago at least being, I, I have a real shot to be better than Minnesota this upcoming season. So that's the only one I would look at. The top two ones are the only two that are bettable. Don't bet anything that doesn't have Detroit finishing last because they're finishing last. And don't bet anything that doesn't have Green Bay winning the division because unless if something really goes wrong, Green Bay's winning the North for the third straight year. Yeah, and as Matt, Matt Collar um, kind of pointed out, you know, you look at the last two years for the Green Bay Packers going 13-3, and three, and then you think about 
just the history of the Minnesota Vikings. They've had two seasons in, in what do you say, in franchise history where they've had 13 or more wins. Uh, and one of those, I think every Viking fan wants to eliminate them from their history, uh, from their mind uh, with Gary Anderson at 15-1. Man, that team was so good. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I, I think the plus 350 is an intriguing look. Packers, Bears, Vikings, Lions. What, what about the, the Bears to win this division? Um, you can get as good as six to one odds. I know everybody is uh, is kind of losing their minds a bit over some. Where did you see those highlights today of Justin Fields? It was like on a billboard. I don't know. That I just, people I, were putting I, I, out. I don't know. I just saw the first highlight, and it was a pretty nice throw down into the front quarter of the uh, the it's end zone. It's eighty-two finally. to eighty-two. I, 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 it's over now, Tim. Now, unless if the game lands 85-84, i I'm done. I'm done. It's all over. Even there, actually, I just gave 84, 80, 82, you're 80, good? 85, 85, 84 is a loser for me anyway. I'm done. It's over. It's a terrible bet. Oh, well. What are you going to do? It's a bad beat. It's a yeah. bad beat. 84, 82. Game's got to land right here. Defense. <laughs> Defense. It's it, it's done because now, uh, now, now what's going to end up happening, Tim, is we're going to get 84, 82, and we're going to get a foul at the end, and that's how I'm going to lose. 86, 82 actually gets me home also. There you go. So, Sacramento still, can't score again. Still a chance. Uh, as soon as that corner three hits the side of the backboard, we're all good. Wow. That was interesting. I just, don't see that too often. I just witnessed someone <laughs> wearing an NBA uniform. <laughs> you don't see that Shoot a three-pointer behind the backboard. <laughs> nice. Wow. Um, so, right now, let's just, because I, I know that you grabbed the Packers at a great price, uh, and it, it wasn't like it was, you, you snuck it in. You talked about it on the air uh, when you were filling in with uh, for Gill on the numbers game, and it was there. Uh, it was even money for for a while uh, after the news had come out that Aaron Rodgers would be playing. There were some people uh, that I know grabbed it at almost two to one. Uh, that that would have been nice, but right now at Circa and at DraftKings, minus a dollar sixty, is that a fair price? and a price worth looking at for the Green Bay Packers to win this division. It's the right number. I, again, you had plenty you had some opportunities to get in and uh and really get in there, Tim, but look, uh it just is a scenario at this point where the number is about right. Uh up to two, in the range of minus 160 to minus 200 is about right. Anywhere in there feels right on Green Bay. I, look, I don't think Minnesota's battable at this point. I, I really don't. Uh, just, again, too many questions around them. The only other team you can even look at is Chicago, Tim. That's the only one you can look at. So, speaking of Chicago, and as we wrap things up on the NFC North, Justin Fields to win Rookie of the Year. Last year, nobody was really thinking about, Jeff, Justin Herbert to win Rookie of the Year because it was thought all along, and Anthony Lynn was pretty outspoken about it, that it would be, you lost your bet, yeah. uh, it, it would be Tyrod Taylor the entire year. Now, unforeseen circumstances with the punctured lung and everything, but Justin Fields clearly was the right guy to be the starter. Matt Nagy has said the right things, and, and we had a discussion last week, last Friday night, when Sean King was in studio and, and Adam Hill brought up a, a little bit of a conspiracy theory, but I understood where he was coming from, right? Matt Nagy and this coaching staff might hold off on rushing Justin Fields 
Because then once you get him in there and he shows promise, then you say, hey, look, you can't fire me. We've got this guy. You know, he, he's, our, he's our next, you know, he, he's our, our bargaining chip, so to speak. At plus 850. So it's so funny right now, the rookie of the year market, the offensive rookie of the year market, because what's happening? Mac Jones is getting buzz. He's out playing Cam Newton. Trey Lance is getting buzz. He went like 13 for 13 in, in, in you know, practice today. Justin Fields is getting... What we expected to happen is happening right now. Kyle Pitts had a ridiculous catch. So all these rookies we're seeing in highlight forums or tweets from beat reporters, and now they're getting this buzz, this love. So Justin Fields at plus 850. Is it worth a play at that price? No. No. Just, just again, because... I agree. Because... If I'm betting a, betting a rookie of the year, offensive rookie of the year market, it has to be someone I know who's starting from week one. Right. And as of right now, the quarterbacks, there's two. Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson. We know they're playing week one. Everyone else, Trey Lance, we might see in week one. I doubt it. Same deal with Fields. Yeah, there might be packages for Trey Lance. Yeah, there might be packages, but he's not going to get the predominant amount of the snap. So I, I don't think it's good enough. And also, too, if Fields doesn't start week one, those numbers are just going to back up. Right. And they're going to back up, and they're going to back up. And if he, the one thing with Fields is if he plays by week, let's say he plays by, by week four or five, he could win he'll it. have a chance. Mm-hmm. But he'll probably still back up to about 14, 15 to one if he, we don't see him for the first few weeks. Couldn't agree more. Um, yeah, if you want to play Justin Fields, wait. There's no rush. He's not going to be the week one starter unless Andy Dalton gets hurt. I mean, it has been pretty much set in stone. At some point, you would think Justin Fields will take that job over. But, yeah, to, to Jeff's point, Najee Harris is a better bet right now than Justin Fields. He's starting. Now, I don't necessarily like I, those I don't, I don't like that bet at all. I, I'm just saying, I don't like those bets. But if you were to bet one or the other at that price, I would probably bet Najee Harris because he's starting. He's I'd, the main guy. I'd rather have Pitts at plus seven, ten, even though it's very hard for a pass catcher to win this award. Odell Beckham won it. The last one, though. True. It's it's possible. It's it's not I impossible. Have, look, I have Stop, a Kyle, though. I have Kyle Pitts at twelve to one. So uh, go Kyle Pitts. <laughs> All right, that's gonna do it for our show tomorrow night. USA in action. That's Jeff Parles. I'm Tim Murray. Nightcap. Hey Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human-moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. 
Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for.